0: This is Deconversion Therapy, and this is our letter-sode, our favorite time of the month. Ew. I know. I was, <laughs> I was waiting. Should we
1: sing? Let's sing the theme. One, two, sewed. four. Letter-sode. 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 Does whatever, whatever letter-sode can. Okay, yeah. that's bad. <laughs> that's,
0: I'm just going to What's do. that
1: sound? People turning their
0: their phones off <laughs> <laughs> our rock opera is coming out october 5th <laughs> remember that um we uh, bonnie and i have known each other since we were one year old we grew up in church together we've left the church we have uh, very just fascinating edge of your seat stories about <laughs> it you can maybe find those in past episodes or just skim over it um <laughs> Edge of, your, edge of your pew! Uh, oh, it's so churchy. We are so guarantee. Uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram, which is my favorite, our hidden Facebook group. Everything is called Deconversion Therapy. And now we are going to read some of the letters you've sent in. Please send us more letters. We had a little dip on receiving letters after the New Year, so... You guys them know you have asses. funny
1: stories. What? You guys know you have funny stories.
0: I know. I don't
1: know why you're withholding.
0: <laughs> it's stubbornness. They haven't opened their heart chakras.
1: Maybe you're related to my mom who buries the lead all the time and chooses instead to tell me, you know what I found at the grocery store last night? No. Baggies the end
0: (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't even have a lead to bury
1: i know i I, these are separate i the the burying the leads thing is is (laughs) constant i mean we can be in the car for two hours on a road trip and then we get out and she tells somebody else oh by the way your father (laughs) requested me as a friend on facebook (laughs) Um, (laughs) really you can't mention that to me (laughs) Oh, When you're reading the name of fast food restaurants that go by. Anyway.
0: (laughs) Is that true? Did he request her? Yep. And what did she do? Told me
1: about it in a meeting with an attorney. Oh. (laughs) Instead of maybe, I don't know, in the car on the way to
0: the attorney's office. It's the attorney visit where you are uh, divorcing her for, (laughs) what is that? Ah, cool. oh, if
1: only. <laughs> no, um, uh, that's funny. But nope, it's just stupid paperwork stuff.
0: Exactly. Um, all right. Uh, let me see. So I'll,
1: that was me berating people. <laughs> you guys, but, Annie up on these stories.
0: That's right. We want you to be humiliated. We want you to be embarrassed. We. Um, I, I keep let me let me bust in there. I'm sorry I'm interrupting,
1: but like a friend of mine who's Jewish, he doesn't keep kosher,
0: mm-hmm. but he
1: does in his own way. And that includes if he's having a meal with meat and cheese on the plate, yeah. uh, he he considers it fair game if he eats meat in one bite and swallows it and then has the part (laughs) with something with cheese on it in a different bite. So
0: (laughs) God can't see your stomach.
1: Right. (laughs) Um, The other other part of that story is I asked him one time, hey, uh, I've got one piece of steak here, but it has bacon wrapped around it. Do you want it? And he goes, "Uh, next time, just take the bacon off and don't ask me. (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> those are my favorite ways around the rules of religion that some I, people have.
0: There was, uh, we have some friends who are Catholic, and I didn't know, like, you could break some big rules if you just write a letter <laughs> into the, like, archdiocese <laughs> thing or something, and they'll yeah. respond back and just be like, yeah, get on the pill. And you're like. I'm like, what? What?
1: Huh? So, so you get a pass on birth
0: on yeah. control pills? Like on big... Uh, Murder? Uh, yeah. <laughs> non catholicy rules if you just sort of write a letter and have a good reason. I'm like... Oh. I wonder if the
1: reason has to be true for some people.
0: Oh, exactly. I'm sure.
1: Here, archdiocese. I need the birth control pills because I have cysts on
0: my ovaries. That's right. I am. It could be a lie, though. Right. I'm not actually having sex with you, as you know. Um. (laughs) You made me think of. All right. Let me flowers. No. Let me just
1: also say that. Um, Last night, John Mulaney was the host of Saturday Night Live, and we've already talked about it, but I just adore that he always throws a little Jesus into his monologues. Yes. And he was talking about Jesus last night and how the true miracle of Jesus was that he, as a 33-year-old man, he had 12 best friends. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they weren't his wife's friend's husbands. (laughs) Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, that just cracked me up in that he he had 12 best friends who he did magic tricks for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Except oh when he was arrested. And they're like, come on, do that magic trick. Or you get out of the chains. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know that one.
0: Anyway. I, th- I think, like, uh, g- not non-Christian, but, you know. This kind of humor is coming out more in the open. Because remember, George Carlin used to do it all the time. But he was seen as such a wicked person. And now (laughs) you can see someone like John Mulaney and he says something like that. And it's more adorable and accepted. Mm -hmm. That's how we're, you know, uh, obviously you and I have changed the landscape. (laughs) (laughs) which reminds us uh if you haven't subscribed that really helps us and rating us and writing reviews we love it and then we give you a little shout out if you want to on our instagram um instagram is so much more fun it really is twitter I I agree because Twitter you have to be on all the time, where Instagram you can just go put something up and check on it maybe twice, the rest of the day. But it, Twitter you would have to be on there twenty four seven, and I am not. Let's just put it that way.
1: I use Twitter to get my news of the world.
0: Totally. Who? And yeah. Where's the coronavirus today? That's what I do.
1: Right. Right. And um that 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 CNN breaking news that everybody seems to have latched on to that thirty eight percent of people wouldn't drink Corona beer uh, because of the name Corona I know it? that's so funny.
0: I know it's so and who funny. are they
1: who are they using as a sample?
0: Well, you would think it's the same people who go to certain rallies and believe certain things and I wish there could be like but they
1: a, can't they can't they can't they can't <laughs> they can't, they can't, they can't they, round those people up in
0: a phone sampling they need to totally find the cross contamination of that get it because I we're talking yeah virus but of like and who did you vote for? And what do you believe? And have you ever done Ancestry.com and realize you have African <laughs> heritage and you know, all that stuff. African. Like I, where does that fall in place? We all have one percent at a minimum African because that's where we originated. You're right. That's
1: that was on mine.
0: Yeah. And you oh. are like wondering. But yeah, that's what I really want to know is uh, how this all crosses. But anyway, let's get into our letters. I have two. You have Uno. Yeah. Do you Biling- want me to? <laughs> I wanna- <laughs> can mark this as a bilingual <laughs> podcast now.
1: Great. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first then?
0: Yes, I will. Um, this one's from Amanda. I was born in Misawa, Japan. My mom's from Okinawa, and my dad is from Louisiana. Yay, military. <laughs> my story begins very shortly after we moved back to the U.S. from Japan, after my dad retired from the military. I attended the vacation Bible school of one of the megachurches in the bustling town of Alexandria in L.A., FYI, it's in central L.A., but don't be fooled. Most most people simply pass through a town for good reason.
1: You keep saying L.A., and I don't want people to think that means Los Angeles.
0: I thought it did.
1: Pretty sure that means Louisiana.
0: I do, too. Um, Okay, anyway, what would be the theme of this year's Christian version of summer camp daycare? Japan. What? (laughs) As in, she just moved from Japan, and that is the theme of the Vacation Bible School. Did they decide that
1: because of her? No. I guess I'll let you finish the letter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess, I don't know if it's 20, maybe 30 years ago, they started packaging and selling like vacation Bible school kits. So that's why if you notice all the vacation Bible school signs around your town, you'll see that they all have the same banner and maybe it's like, Superheroes of the Bible. Um, because, I think that
1: makes sense because yeah. honestly, all I remember do is, doing is uh, making things with popsicle sticks.
0: Right. Right. So now you get, you know, here's your tie dye shirt kit. Here's your, Mm -hmm. you know, Bible verses you're going to sing. Okay, so she said, I will simply leave you all with the lyrics from one of the songs that is seared into my brain even to this day. Keep in mind, this took place in 2004 ish. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like she's saying, uh, this
0: wasn't your era, which would have made sense. Right. This Great. is maybe closer to understanding things. Okay, I'm going to sing it to a tune. I don't know what that tune's going to be. Ready? Mm-hmm. Grab your kimono. Come on and let's go on an Asian challenge. Racing in a rickshaw, we'll be making friends all over the Japanese islands. This is a race that must take place in our lives every day. We will not lose it if we just choose to run like Jesus says to (laughs) On a far out... This is not how that song goes. (laughs) I know. I'm making
1: it up. (laughs) She's mortified listening to this. (laughs)
0: Uh. Listen to the word so. On a far out, far east, rickshaw rally, racing to the sun, racing to the sun. It'll be so fun, racing to the sun. Assuming It'll be that, so hot. Facing yeah, to the sun. Sun is spelled S-O-N. Oh, and Amanda. But they said, have a sun on their flag, don't they? That's it. She's like assuming they. This was referring to none other than J.C. himself, as while cleverly hinting at Japan being the land of the <coughs> rising sun, <laughs> and he rose oh it's so much. so much it is oh it's dense but grab your kimono and let's go on an asian challenge i all right so i bet
1: it sounds a little bit more japanese than your rendition
0: And I tried to make it, I was thinking 2004, so I was adding in a little alternative rock, and okay, it's a little above your pay grade in musicality, but Amanda, I need to know if you at all also look Asian like your mother because that would have been an interesting time when the kids are all... Sort of side eyeing you, or asking <laughs> you, What's a rickshaw? Oh God,, ah, okay, uh, kids are great. To be fair, this mega church had the best snacks and arts and crafts for VBS. They also have a Christian bookstore, cafe, and their fucking nursery has a Noah's Ark playground. Don't worry. I'm sure they're super concerned about the less fortunate people in the third world countries. I'm looking at you, Righteous Jim Stones. Ah, yeah, (laughs) they're back filming. It's going to be coming out soon again. Anyway, I love this podcast, and it has really lifted my spirits in the past month or so. I've got so many stories from growing up in the church, living in Japan, and the usual guilt and shame that followed my deconversion. Kanpai! That means cheers in Japanese. Amanda, send us all those stories. Oh, my (laughs) God. I know. Did I tell you I had um, a student from China and she would come to office hours, which uh, FYI, nobody does. Um, (laughs) You just have to have them. (laughs) She was really sweet. And she said, you know, when she first got here, she joined like the Asian groups, and they were very infiltrated by pastors and people having them, you know, like uh, people opening their houses for some of the Asian students to live in at a decreased rate, but also doing a lot of praying and Bible study and like, okay, let's everyone go to church tonight. And she was having a hard time with that. And I said, well, you know, unfortunately, you decided to come to the South, which is even more
1: mm-hmm. into
0: all that. And that's how they do their evangelism. And she said, well, you know, that. <laughs> We're going to lure you
1: with a safe
0: home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and expensive and all that. she said, you know, most of the Asian students who say they're Christian and they go to the churches and all that. It's a cultural thing because at least for the people she knows from China, it is a way of saying thank you as in customary pleasing to Mm -hmm. the host country. And I'm like, oh, I love that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the... Uh, I, I was asking somebody Asian not too long ago the same thing. I'm like, do you think that your family, when they came over here, converted because that's the family who was uh, sponsoring them? Yeah. Or because it was real? And he's like, mm, probably a little both. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, that's fair. And there's,
0: you know, and there's tons of community. So, you know you're, you're meeting other people from your same country at the church and you're having food and you know, all that. Yeah. All right. Have you got a letter? I do.
1: The letter B. Um, oh, wow. Okay. So when I open it here, okay, you ready? Yes. Okay. It says it's okay to read our first name. So this is from Madison. Um, Here is my story. My name is Madison, and I am a 28-year-old deconverted evangelical woman, and I grew up in a Pentecostal church. In church, I learned that God created the universe in six days about 6,000 years ago. Dinosaurs never existed, Mm -hmm. and according to my father, present-day climate change doesn't either. Uh Okay. Okay. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Where? What are those bones that they found? They okay. how do they explain that? I, I was looking at that with the freaking flat Earth stuff, and they believe that they're manufactured and that it's all a hoax. Or some people believe. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're believing. But my, I even go back to the simplicity of. God created the earth in six days. On the seventh, he rested. So we have a divine being who's just taking a nap for a whole day. (laughs) Once yeah, a week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you just, always have pushback about that napping. I mean, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> so he's, I guess he's unavailable. He's just like, uh, you know, good luck. He did any, a disa- lot. any Sunday disasters. <clears throat> I'm off the clock.
1: All right, so back to the letter. Here, this hits home for you. At roughly seven years old, I accepted Jesus as my personal savior. Um, Which always cracks me up because now I'm like as my professional savior (laughs) um, as opposed to personal.
0: Because that's why
1: people do it. Yeah. All right. And I was later baptized to further symbolize my relationship with him. In our home, my parents banned the likes of Harry Potter, Pokemon, SpongeBob, and many more. I was the eldest of three and the only girl, so of course I sported hair that draped down to my waist and was never allowed to cut or color it, Mm. though my mom always had short-dyed hair. Anyway, we were the family that went to church every Sunday and Wednesday night. I was the friend in my group of peers that was the innocent one that didn't cuss and was too afraid to do things that I knew my parents wouldn't approve of. Ooh, that's me.
0: Yeah, here.
1: Um, I always felt very sheltered in comparison to my friends, but I remained very obedient and submissive throughout my childhood until I got to college. Ooh, this is (laughs) me. (laughs) Uh, My story is from a visit to Bible camp with my best friend. I was about 11 to 12 years old, and this was the turn of the century. It was my first time going to a Bible camp that wasn't from my home church and was actually a long way from home. Oh, isn't that true when you go to things that aren't your home church? Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is similar but different. It's like Canada. (laughs) Um, So let's see. The first night there, we had a meeting, which was basically consisted of worship and a little sermon. The nights that followed, however, were very different and will scar my memory forever. (laughs) Now I'm like, oh, I should have read this before. I hope this isn't anything I hope this is light and funny, okay. I was not allowed by my father to wear makeup yet, but my friend did, as well as the other girls in our dorm. Their makeup consisted of gloopy mascara and tinted flavored lip gloss.
0: That's right. Okay. Get this that, doesn't Bonnie seem like Bell. there's anything
1: negative happening here, okay um. Uh, As they were getting ready, they were talking about how they wanted to put on lots of mascara so that it would run down their cheeks when they cried that night at the service.
0: Oh, my gosh. Like, they needed
1: evidence that they were crying. I didn't and Uh, still don't get it. Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. I don't. Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting. I
0: know. Okay. I'm trying to think
1: who that would be in our little...
0: Well, my daughters and my niece, when they were all about, I don't know, 13, they'd put on mascara and they would watch like sad YouTube things about dogs, you know, laying at the <laughs> casket and, and they'd make themselves cry like it was this. I think it's the whole thing of, ooh, you know, makeup is new and let's do all the things that it can do that we've seen before. That we've seen
1: in movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. Well, she is younger, so I guess it explains, you know, I mean, some of the other garbage that we did when we were kids, I'm sure it would be... <laughs> Suspect. Okay. At this service, sometime later in his sermon, the preacher really got going and people started to walk to the front to be slain in the spirit. Uh-huh, they, basi- <laughs> they basically were having the pastor put his hand on their forehead and shout something about the spirit until these people fell over, some speaking in tongues. They literally had two assistants to stand behind those to be slain to catch <laughs> them and lower them to the floor. Yeah. We did this every evening for the week we were at camp. One evening, my friend felt led to go up to be slain in the spirit, and me, being an impressionable teenager, felt like I needed to follow my friend up there. Yep, I got
0: slain. (laughs) How? What? Tell (laughs) us.
1: This pastor came up to me eventually and shoved my head back with his palm. I didn't know what to do because I didn't catch that spirit, apparently. So I just did a trust fall into this other guy's arms until I was laying on the floor of the church. I laid there with my eyes closed and pretended to mutter a prayer like everyone else until people (laughs) started to get up. See? And how many (laughs) others are doing that? (sighs) I know. Um. Let's see. I was so beyond weirded out by the series of events that I never went to Bible camp with her again. I'm now the proud mother of four children born out of wedlock and living with their father. (laughs) We never did get married, which was a disgrace to my parents. My mom calls him my husband when talking to others about my family. Apparently, I need to go to church to fix that. Um, Thanks for listening to my story. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: I am so fascinated with the slain and the spirit thing like that's what i think it is i think it's like i am trusting so much that i'm going to do a quote trust fall uh, you know that i'm all hyped up and i have adrenaline and maybe that's god touching me so i'm going to relax and fall back
1: yep or or i mean uh, are and some people are more um Oh uh, crud hang on let me get my word Woo woo, impressionable <coughs> no i was gonna say some people are more susceptible to
0: uh, hypnosis, yeah
1: and suggestion like that um but she seems to be a thinker <laughs> <laughs> this madison I'm and uh that would be me too like the analyzing the whole thing as i'm doing it
0: <laughs> yep like and what's that's, going on that's what's the happening? problem Because I was always like told that I was thinking too much and not to intellectualize God. He's a God of the heart. Um, And I had the demon of intellectualism cast out of me mainly because I was like, I am never slain in the spirit like other people. Right. And so I assume that what they're trying to do is just say you know. Be simple. Be simple. Breathe through know. your mouth. I was going to find something. I'm going to a convention conference later this week, and they have this app where people ask questions and get to know each other before the conference. And That's cool. So people are like, what's your favorite podcast? What's your this? What's your that? What, what mic do you use? What? And someone's like, do you have assurance about where you're going after you die? And I am like, <laughs> oh, shut your fucking. And then there are a few pe- people, yes, I'm going to be with the one I, you know, who created me. And then I'm trying to remember where I saw it recently. Um, on one of the social media, and I think the question was, I think the question was, are you religious? And the woman answered, no, I'm in a relationship. I'm like, uh oh, just stop with that. It's not a religion. It's a relationship thing. Right. It's very annoying. But okay. I
1: think that that's Catholic versus...
0: Us. No, no. Uh, it was big for us to say relationship rather than religion.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying is Catholic is religion. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, crosses mm-hmm. and... and. Uh them saying superstitions <laughs> That's awful, I'm sorry <laughs> well
0: I was thinking about that the other day when you now that I'm outside of things and I read some of the stories in the Bible and I see how mythological they are where are casting the demons into the pigs or when Jesus curses a fig tree like those are. S- I got so excited. I'm like, when did Jesus curse? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you fucking fig tree. Um, but the the idea that those are like you know objects and all that is so taken out of mythology, and it's so obvious now. Someone on Twitter when I had written the thing about how the demons were thrown into the pig, some guys like. And did Jesus give, you know, reimburse the pig owner for doing that? <laughs> what happens to the pig owner? That's his livelihood. I'm like, exactly. We need to go down these little streams and just right. think of them a little more. Okay. Right. So,
1: like, oh, the demons are in your pigs, uh, but they're still edible. Don't worry.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. And, oh, you can't Pork sell chops, them. They're going to be fine. Right. Hmm. Okay, so here's the last letter. Okay, let me see. Okay, this one's from Jen. This is a short letter, and then I have a few things to read off our social media. But this one goes: My mother Sue told me a story from before she married, in which her coworkers had bought a Ouija board to work had brought one. Mom declined to join them in their demonic communications, so they asked a question for her. Will sue nope. Who will <laughs> sue Mary? Ouija board. Ten thirty five Quentin. Co workers. <laughs> ha ha, your husband's name's gonna be Quentin, blah, 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 blah. Several years later, when I was a newborn, she and my father, not named Quentin, moved into a new house in the Dallas, Oregon, on 1035 Quentin Street. No! No! That is literally the only thing in my life where the most logical explanation is also a supernatural explanation, as my mom is not one to make up stories like that. Fast forward about 20 years, and I am job hunting in a new city and receive a call to set up an interview. He introduces himself as Quentin, and his work phone number is blah, 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 (laughs) 1035. Awesome. What? I may have long begun my deconversion process at this point in my life, But where else would my brain instantly go but wondering, what does this mean? Does this mean I'll get the job or find my soulmate? I didn't find a job nor a husband. So I (laughs) guess the Ouija board was only speaking to my mom after all. And then, P.S., by the way, that is the same small town where the Rajanish poisoned the salad bars and set fire to my classmate's (laughs) father's office. But I was only nine years old, so no funny stories from that time in my life. Although I still look askance at anyone wearing a solid red (laughs) or burgundy outfit. Thank you for the wonderful (laughs) podcast, Jen. Oh my gosh, I love shit like that. Okay, so I've tried, uh, when my husband and I were praying about what God's next steps for us were, we, I don't know which one of us, I think it was me, was praying, and then the word Thailand would pop into my head. Okay. Now, yes, <laughs> I believe this can happen in many ways. Um, but I then, you know, we were both like, no, we don't want to do that. But we need to listen to God and whatever he says. Then my husband, within that two week time that we were discussing and praying about this, went to work, and he was in a law library. And of course, those just have all those boring books. And one book was out on the table. And it Uh was a book about Thailand. Yep. Like a visual, you know, walk (laughs) through Thailand. And so... We took that as one sign. And I can't remember. It would be all these things where people would then say something and throw in the name Thailand. And we'd be like, look at each other like this is God talking to us. Mm -hmm. And I do feel this happens in and out of religion because, you know, this is happening to the Muslims and the Buddhists and everyone else. So it's not just Christianity. But I don't know what the answer... I don't know if our minds have connected things prior to when they start coming out. I don't know. And you don't have to. No, I do. <coughs> no. <laughs> I do.
1: The, the, Even people who are working at Caltech don't understand, like, quantum particles or
0: But they want physics. to. I know. They're trying, yeah. Yeah, because the human, smartest minds
1: don't know everything.
0: Of course, yeah. I was reading about that the other day, like one of the main things humans do is make patterns. Mm-hmm. So they're always looking for patterns. And mm-hmm. this is one of those where you're just like, okay, how how does that work? It's the same when I'm dreaming and I dream about a dream I've dreamt before. And I wake up and think about it, and I think, or am I just thinking that I was dreaming, and that the other (laughs) dream existed before? Yep. Answer me that. (laughs) Go ahead. That's a nice pretzel. (laughs) But Um,
1: speaking of dreams, I will tell you this one that I have never forgotten, and it's pitiful. (laughs) I had a dream. And in the dream, I was eating raspberry sorbet. And that's kind of sometimes the extent of my dreams, just one tiny thing. Yeah. There's no story, blah, blah, blah. So I go to work. This is a million years ago. I go to work at Macy's, and the dress department where I worked was right next to the entry where the food court is. And this lady walked in, and she had a Baskin-Robbins bag And I just was making conversation and said, oh, what's in the bag? And she says, raspberry sorbet. Would you like some? Like, (laughs) the look on my face probably was horror. Like, why would I dream about raspberry sorbet? And that woman walked in, and of all things she had in her hands. So strange. It is very strange. And I have other ones that I won't tell you about because it's too much information. Oh. But when...
0: <laughs> I will put that on our Facebook page.
1: I know. But um, there are just so many things that
0: we don't know. Exactly. And I, no, I don't get it. And I would like to know the answer. And I don't know if there's like... I just can't explain it. But I'm fascinated. You watched that
1: Goop thing on Netflix. Yes. The one where
0: they had the medium you can't deny that that was real. You just can't. So there's definitely some mediums that I've watched on TV once in a while that I'm like, what is going on? There was some guy who uh, like drove Uber and then he was like rideshare share medium or something like that. And <laughs> he would be like, hey, I'm also a psychic. Do you want me to you know, and they some would say, "Well, I'm a Christian. I don't believe in that." But do your best. And this stuff that came out way further than a cold reading. You uh-huh. know, uh, I don't get it, and I well, don't. I, I don't love it. I do not like it.
1: <laughs> I do not like it. Nope. Well, the one that I mentioned on Goop, I realize people if they haven't watched this Goop Lab special series on netflix it's regarding gwyneth paltrow's website and business called goop so she brings everybody with her and the medium was doing a reading on somebody and this person was very skeptical and so she's doing the re- the reading and she says uh, somebody's name starts with an m and And there's a twin involved, and there was uh, a a death or a fire or something like that. And the girl who's operating the camera starts crying because apparently she was reading her accidentally. And I'm like, Of course, that's real.
0: You can't, you can't, you can't make that up. And I I don't get it, but I want to get it. Send us your letters if you've ever had any weird kind of, you know, reading or even um, word of knowledge. So there's this whole thing that you didn't get into when you're getting more into charismatic and Pentecostal. Besides speaking in tongues, there's word of knowledge, which means... Um, you get given a word when you're praying, and it's for someone else, even though you don't know who it is. So, is
1: it a real person, or did they just make it up?
0: Um, uh, no. Like you might stand up in a group and say, "God is just giving me the word," you know, jumble. Oh, butt, so it just, just comes know. to you. And someone's like, "I have a jumble." <clears throat> and so. It's, so it's not like people put their words in a hat and you draw a name. Ooh, that'd be fun. With a no, word. No, it is not. <laughs> okay. It's not a party game. Uh, <laughs> but I know, I know. It's hard for me to realize. But it just comes to you. you. escaped all that. Um, yeah, so I would okay. get that every once in a while. But that uh, would happen a lot in like... uh Different groups where the person praying would say, God, I mean, sometimes it was like, God is saying there's someone here that just needs to keep a soft heart. They're going through something, you know, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, my God, it's me. But then there are other times where it's very specific. Right. Um. And I brought my parents to my church when I was living in Nashville years ago, and one of the pastors was up there, and he prayed, and he said, I'm just getting the word, and he named, like, a very specific internal part of the anatomy, and he's like, if that means anything to anyone, and my mom had just been diagnosed with something to do with that. Her uh You you had
1: told me that before, I think. Yeah. yeah.
0: And isn't that crazy? Yeah. And my parents were too skeptical of the whole charismatic movement thing to like go up and be like, that's gotta be me. Um but it is very strange. And so I knew this young woman at that time at that church who I had never thought about this, how it relates to being a medium. And she said, for a long time, I, I prostituted my gift from God and used <laughs> it in a secular <laughs> psychic way. So okay. I had never like correlated, oh, this is sort of the same thing as seen within the church or without of the church, without. You are seen as having psychic abilities. Within you're seen as hearing from God.
1: I don't like that term, prostituted.
0: <clears throat> I loved it in that term, in that way, because it means something different than we would say sex trafficking. It means, you know.
1: I know, but to me, it's like Salt and Pepper said in that song. <laughs> you, she used what she got to get whatever she don't got. And we're all doing that. We're all using our abilities to get money. I am not. So what's wrong, issue. what's wrong with using your gift... get money. Tom Hanks does it.
0: Yeah, I think, but that's it. If if you're a Christian, you are supposedly not supposed to do that. That's why the whole thing at our church youth group, when we'd go out to eat, everyone would get into intense conversations about Amy Grant because she was prostituting her gift and trying to go mainstream, which was the biggest news of you know the decade. How could she do that? She's supposed she to was be using, using it for God. what she
1: got, her gift, to get what she don't got—a <laughs> living. Vince Gill. And since we are asking you guys questions and to send us your stuff. Go ahead and ask us some. We did this before one of those question and answer Patreon specials. um, And that will be some bonus material that you can get by becoming a patron on Patreon. Uh, So if you are a Patreon, you can reach that by clicking, let's see, patreon.com slash deconversion.
0: Yeah, and it was really good last time because I think it's a place where people feel even more vulnerable to say, okay, I'm going through this. And how did you deal with this? And, you know, our goal with this whole podcast is to stay in our lane. Like we are having fun with things most of the time and being idiots and just enjoying. But things
1: we're not social worker, therapist, doctor. Yeah, serious advice giver.
0: Again, I feel I am those things without the education, (laughs) but exactly. And some people are like, okay, now, you know, we need to get serious with things. And that is absolutely necessary. That's just not our lane, like I was saying. But Patreon is giving people a little more, you know, they feel a little better going into there and saying some things. Ups.
1: I would also say when you say we need to get serious, my question is why?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's you and I. I it's just personality. And it's I know. where they are in their life or how harmed they were, I guess. Uh, that's we, true, the harmed thing. Yes. Yeah. We got. Um, I get some funny DMs on Instagram and Sarah wrote, I am crying at the music you put at the end of the episode where we did the church bulletin breaking news one. She said, it sounded like a 90s Christian discovery learning series you take during (laughs) Sunday school. You're so weird and I love it. And I'm like, that's us. That's where we fit in. She
1: meant you weird. What? What? <laughs> what?
0: But yeah, you can find us on Patreon, and we really appreciate the support we've been given so far in there. Um, and we will see you next week, maybe? See ya. Bye. Adiós. Uh, yes.